we're professionals. It's fine. I can't tell if you were coughing or just giggling. That was a weird cough hiccup. Or oh, okay, sure. I call it a oh, hiccup cough. Hiccup. <laughs> Welcome to Sweet Tea and D and D. It's our twelfth episode. 12. We're re re recording episode twelve. This is the third time, and Garrett has a mic. I'm sharing Yay. a mic for the third time. He's gotten a mic. Maybe that's our whole problem. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the fates have spoken. <laughs> Apparently, I you're just be- gonna have to shout in the background like the rest of us. <laughs> Fate has decided to fuck you. Trying to record, pretty much, yeah. So that's our 12th episode, and last week or two weeks ago, we covered hags, and uh, we didn't finish all of them as there are five spread out between uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters and the Monster Manual. So I'm gonna be talking about the green hag found on page 177 of the Dungeon Masters. <laughs> The words monster are, manual. Words are hard. It's fine. My words are hard. So, the wretched and hateful green hag dwells in dying forests. 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 The forests. He's squirrely dead. Yep. <laughs> Wait, what? Squirrely, squirrely dead. Forests is lonely swampses and misty moorses. <laughs> you need to take that back about 25%. I, I need you to do the whole thing that way. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Makings their homes in caves is... <laughs> That sounds like I have a stutter. That's exactly what we needed, though. Yeah. Green hags love to manipulate the other creatures in doing their bidding, masking their intentions behind layers of deception, like onions. Evil, evil onions. Onions. Okay, Shrek. Yep. She kind of looks like Shrek. She is green like Shrek, so that's She does have the Shrek ears. She does have... The antenna, like Shrek. Yeah, maybe not like that. She's just got ears sticking out. Uh, so she, they lure victims to them by mimicking voices fall, calling out for help or drive unwanted visitors away by imitating the cries of fearsome beasts. Like horses. Horses. Fucking imagine if a horse ate human flesh. It's terrifying. Think about it. Good oh, thing they're yeah. vegetarians. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that running after you. You'll never win. Have you ever been bit by a horse? I've been yeah, bit by a horse. Fucking it fucking sucks. I never have. Texas <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> Those sharp tooth motherfuckers in the front at least the rest of its molars because all they do is chew on shit so they are obsessed with tragedy as everyone on reality television is green hags revel in their failings or the failings and tragedy of these other creatures they derive joy from bringing people low and seeing hope turn into despair not just for individuals but also for whole nations so they're just ready to ruin your day and your neighbor's day and then your cul-de-sac's day and everybody's day so, like other uh, hags, she is much stronger when in a coven. Her CR goes from 3 to 5, and she nearly triples her HP or XP. <laughs> so, green hags are medium fray, neutral evil creatures. You guys are giggling too much. I'm the one I'm who just so got up for it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so, they have an armor class of 17. It is their natural armor. Apparently, they're very dry and leathery and have very thick skin. They have hit points of 82, which is 11d8 plus 33, which I'm not going to do math because I'm tired. Their speed is 30 feet. They pretty much kick ass at most of their skills as they have no negatives. They have a plus four to strength, so if she hugs you, it's going to hurt. But not as much as the Anna's hag. No. Uh, she has a dex of plus one, an intelligence of plus one, wisdom and charisma of plus two, and a con of plus three. She's pretty decent at Arcana with a plus three. Uh, deception, perception, or plus fours, and stealth is a plus three. So, Dark Vision, she's got 60 feet with a passive perception of 14. She speaks Common, Draconic, and Sylvan. Uh, and Challenge 3 with 700 XP. She can breathe both water and air because she's amphibious. Whoa. Oh, I bet there's gills under her long, white, creepy hair. 
Green skins. Picture it. Picture it. Weird. Is it like in her armpits? Uh, <laughs> she's also new age, so she doesn't shave. She doesn't shave. Imagine breathing in and out. Uh, uh, so she has innate spell casting, as most hacks do. I'm just gonna go over it. I'm just gonna let it go. Uh, she is the her spell casting ability is charisma with a DC of 12. She can cast at will, dancing light, minor illusion, and vicious mockery. So when she talks to you, it hurts. Uh, she's pretty good at mimicry, as that is her skill. She can mimic animal sounds and humanoid voices. A creature that hears the sound can tell they are imitations with a successful DC 14 wisdom insight check. Her actions include clawing you to death with a plus 6, with an average damage of 13 for 2d8 plus 4 slashing damage, so it's going to hurt when she rakes her gross claws across you. You'll probably get an infection. Um, she also has illusory appearance. She covers herself in anything she's wearing with a magical illusion that makes her a humanoid shape. The illusion ends as a bonus action or if she decides or if she dies. Uh, the change wrought by this effect fails to hold up to physical inspection, so touching her hand will show that it is definitely a claw trying to grab your face and caress it inside out gently. What does she feel like? She feels rough flesh. That's t- Touching her would feel her rough flesh. So like a leather bag from Florida. Also known as my grandma. Specific Just kidding, love you, grandma. Aww. She doesn't live in Florida, and she doesn't know how podcast works, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Met one of your grandmothers. Didn't was it the really people. racist one or the slightly racist one? <laughs> wow. Welcome to the South. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've only met your maternal grandmother. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, otherwise, the creaseology decide which one it was. Uh, the creature must make an investigation check of a DC 20 to see uh, through the hag's disguise. Uh, I believe, as it works, kind of like disguised person. The when you discern that it is fake, there's like a sheen over the person. It's uh, transparent, and you see can see my next question underneath actually. it. The last thing, which is probably her most badass skill she has, is the hag magically turns invisible until she attacks or casts a spell, or until her concentration is as if concentrating on a spell. While invisible, she leaves no physical evidence of her passage, so she can be tracked only by magic. Any equipment she wears or carries is invisible with her. So, which is the ultimate version of invisibility, with the exception of well, I'd say yeah, it's a good version because it means she she leaves no traces, so she makes no sound or physical evidence. But so, if she casts, she comes back. Yeah, anytime you for any invisibility, with the exception of greater invisibility, you are visible again once you've cast or attacked. But it's an action to do, so she can attack one round, which she gets one attack, and then at the next round she can go invisible, move around, and mess with people. So, her or description... Okay. Out. Or, yeah, pretty much bamf out. Her speed's 30 feet, so her action could be to turn invisible, move 30 feet, and then next round she could move 60. So, if I were to use this person, I would be murdering people invisibly all the damn time. It would be alternating levels. I would be invisible one round, and then present the next attacking, and then invisible the next round. Just to move around and murder things. That's fine. I don't know why I reached oh, all the way across. Fuck you, we're reaching the table. for the brand you hate. <laughs> yeah, we're starting the sweet tea wars. McAllister's is better. I'll say this I'm... shit is like fucking honey hummingbird syrup. It's very sweet. <laughs> um, so as a description of what she looks like and what she's holding, she is the green faced stereotypical witch with the long pointy nose, green skin, claws on her hand. It looks like she has four. Uh, no, she actually has five fingers. In her left hand, she clutches the heart of her enemies. And in the right, it's a basket of baked goods. Just kidding. It's a little baby body. 
Oh, damn. Yeah, that skull is definitely of a child. It's the third episode. We've gotten real dark. Third time. Only a child's corpse in a basket. You know, that's what your basket's for. There's waste baskets, paper baskets, corpse baskets. Is it a basket you can get at Target? Probably. You know, crate and barrel, maybe. (laughs) Home goods. Magnolia. Magnolia. They'd sell it. They're dead baby baskets. They would. Polished. Mm. Polished bones. <laughs> Shiplock basket. Of only the finest babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up next? Touche. If I'm I next. talk with food in my mouth, I apologize. We'll leave it in. It's fine. Okay, my first creature for the third time <laughs> recording this. So technically, I guess it could be my third now. Do y'all know the Heimlich just in case I choke on <laughs> I do. <laughs> But you're really tall, so I probably won't be able to do it on you. I would go on my knees to do it. What she said. The Heimlich instructor told me, you should probably be on your knees to do this. I'm like, cool. I hope the person who does it to me knows that. <laughs> just in case I'm not effectively able I to mean, communicate. I mean, if they're able just to wrap around and just pull at your groin a little bit. That's because... not where you put the Heimlich. <laughs> I'm aware of that, but you're like a foot taller than me. Yeah, no. So it would be like... Right above your pelvis. <laughs> right in the belly button. Yeah. Speaking, on. speaking of punches to the pelvis, the sea bag. <laughs> what fucking transition was that? I mean, she's really ugly. It's like getting punched in the pelvis. With her her pelvis. Looking at her is like a punch in the pelvis. That's what it was. Oh, uh, okay. I know well, how to transition. I got this. I'm a professional. So... Move. Remember my sweet transition last time? No. No one will ever hear it because it's fucking gone. <laughs> Mysterious pops. Fuck you. Ow. Don't. That gives me PTSD to the. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sea hags. Sea hags live in dismal, polluted underwater layers surrounded by marrow and other aquatic monsters. And as you could guess, none of that involved the sea. Fuck. <laughs> Would you say it was a misnomer, which is yeah. stupid? They should be the swamp hag, which sounds cooler. Swamp hag. Swamp hag. She should rebrand. She should. Beauty drives a sea hag <laughs> to fits of anger. When confronted with something beautiful, the hag might simply attack or deface it. If something beautiful gives hope, a sea hag wants it to cause despair. If it inspires courage, the sea hag wants to cause it fear. Uh, a sea hag is ugly inside and out, unlike all the other hags, apparently, which could be beautiful on the inside. They actually have chance at a personality or something. She has a beautiful personality. Sea hags are by far the ugliest of all hags. And this is something that we mentioned last time. I'm going to bring it back up. This poor hag that started off as a baby, was eaten by a hag, was then, we've decided, pooped out. <laughs> I always decided the sea hag laid eggs. Yeah, I, I did. Poop eggs. However. <laughs> From her cloaca located in her pelvis. It's a multi-porpoise orifice. A multi-porpoise? She's a sea hag. Porpoise. Uh, to then be find out that they're the ugliest hag imaginable. At your age of 13. At the age of 13, they're like, fuck, I went through all of this. That's I've the worst time to find out you got the, the ugliest. <laughs> 
But imagine having like a really shitty puberty at like 12. They did. Yeah, because they're like human until 12. When does puberty start for women? Between 9 to 12, yeah. 9 to 12. Imagine on your 13th birthday, after finishing puberty, you're a sea witch. You just wake up one day, look in that mirror, and you're covered in seaweed and, you know, gills and... And fins on your ankle or your elbows. So you realize you're a sea hag that can't swim because you don't have any finned appendages. Yeah. Except for your elbow. That's stupid. For... Aerodynamics, you know. Uh, so, uh, sea hags are slimy and they're covered in scales with their pallid skin. A sea hag's hair resembles seaweed and covers her emaciated body and her glassy eyes seem as lifeless as a doll. Although a sea hag can hide her true form under a veil of illusion, the hag is cursed to forever appear ugly. Her illusionary form appears haggard at best. Haggard. You can't even make yourself look good anymore. Not even magic can save you. You've consistently woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, the magical bed. The magical bed. Uh, The sea hag is a... Oh, no. Not with the sea hag. (laughs) Oh, no. We've already mentioned the punch (laughs) in the pelvis. But we have to make the half hag. Death by snooze. (laughs) Death by snooze. These are the jokes, people. <laughs> the sea hag being the weakest of all the sea hag or of all hags. hags. This, uh, <laughs> this one in the book's the weakest of all the other ones. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> it's a challenge rating of two uh, and goes up to a four <laughs> when in a coven. Uh, stats for the sea hag. Armor class of 14, natural armor. Hit points of 52. Speed of 30 feet. Swim of 40 feet without any fins. Can you imagine if they had fins? Uh, They're not great at anything, but they're not terrible at anything either. With an average of a plus one across almost everything except for strength and con with a plus three. Dark vision for 60 feet. Passive perception of 11. Language is Aquan, common and giant. And Aquan is a stupid language to know. Hey, if you want to talk to water. Stupid language. (laughs) You want to talk to water elementals? Aquan. But I do wonder is it a spoken language like the merfolk in Harry Potter or is it like Aquaman and he does like. Old school Aquaman. (laughs) I bet it's just screaming. It's just that. (laughs) So Harry Potter style. Yeah, like high pitched squeal. Because I think primordial is a very guttural language by description. Yeah. Like the egg thing. I don't yeah. I was really gonna make a gross sound, but I was nope, like, I don't please know. Please don't. I have to is. I've already done this three times. I'm up. like, what does guttural mean? Like is <sighs> it the, like the noise my gut makes? Like Oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh no. Guys, we watch a lot of Letter Kenny. Check it out. It's on Word. <laughs> yes, do, please. Uh they are amphibious as well. They have their gills underneath their hairy armpits. Um <laughs> Breathe it in. So they have horrific appearance. Any humanoid that starts its turn within 30 feet of the hag and can see the hag's true form must make a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is frightened for one minute. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns with disadvantage. With disadvantage. <laughs> oh, well, fuck you. Uh, with disadvantage, the hag. If the hag is within line of sight, ending the effect on it itself on a success. If a creature saving throw is successful or the effect ends for it, the creature is immune to the hag's horrific appearance for the next 24 hours. I've gotten used to seeing your ugly ass. I can now fight you. 
I've already choked down that bile. <laughs> I, I can look at your face. It's like looking at an ugly baby. You just can't stop at that point. It's a baby. <laughs> so something that we've mentioned in past recordings uh, is it the way that uh, looking at them works. You would use. For oh the yeah. Sorry, I forget after the second time. So unless the target <laughs> is surprised or the revelation of the hag's true form is sudden. The target can avert its eyes and avoid making the initial saving throw. And until the start of its next turn, the creature that averts its eyes has disadvantage on attack rolls against the hag. Indeed. As I mentioned, we did Medusa. I don't know. The episodes all blend together now. <laughs> all 12 of them. Wait. 15 now. Right. Um, when we did Medusa's, we had wondered, because if you meet her gaze, you can turn to stone. How would you work it if they say they look away and I thought that attacking with disadvantage was a great great way to do it if they say they're looking away but then Garrett mentioned like if they say I close my eyes then that's a little different because you would then they can't the, see anything. You'd fight under the blinded condition if you close your eyes. Yeah. You're telling me that part <laughs> of a standard kit isn't a mirror? Is that what you're saying? I don't know if any of the kids come with the a mirror. Bards, the bards, one of the bar, the glamour bards kit think, comes yeah, with a mirror. I think mine came with a mirror. Nice. I'm a glamour bard. His narcissistic ass. That was guttural. <laughs> <laughs> I said fuck you in Auckland. <laughs> so the sea hag has action. Has actions. Uh, they can claw. Uh, they have a melee attack of a plus five to hit. Five foot reach. One target with. Wait. They can hit one target. Does ten damage. Slashing damage. They have the death glare. Uh, the hag targets one frightened creature she can see within 30 feet of her. If the target can see the hag, it must succeed at DC 11 wisdom saving throw against this magic or drop to zero hit points and then get coup de grace by the other two hags because they're always in a coven. They're always in a coven, but yeah. If you're going to use them, use them in a coven. Hell yeah. Definitely. And then you're going to die because the green hag's <clears throat> going to sneak up on you invisible and just... <laughs> Or the mm. night hag will get you on the ethereal plane and cause nightmares, but you have to be and asleep so yourself. for that. Yeah. Get, there is no rest. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, the illusionary appearance is the same as all the other hags. I don't want to read that whole thing. Except for hers is ugly. <laughs> Except, yeah, she can't be good looking ever. So the players listening, trust no ugly woman. <laughs> That's an ugly bitch. <laughs> as long as they're medium build, you can trust an ugly dwarf woman, but you can't trust an ugly medium build creature. Or an ugly halfling, or an ugly gnome, or an ugly giant. Yeah, but anything just, medium, don't just trust Just be it. safe and stay away from ugly things. <laughs> <laughs> Fill your life with beauty, because that's all you really need. Mm hmm. Yep, that works. So, Sea Hag out. All right. So fasten your seatbelt, bitches. I'm talking about the beer hag. <laughs> Spill it. Don't look. B-H-E-U-R, because I had really looked, because we've done this three times. <laughs> B-H? Yeah, B-H-E-U-R. Book language, how to put those two consonants together? German. German. <laughs> Touche. Or Slavic. Probably German. It's German and Germanic I'm language. I don't see if it translates to something. Do that. All right. Why are we just not thinking of that? So, I don't know. Because did you ask Zach to spell it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, then I don't know. Uh, so, the beer hag looks like the evil sister of the guy from Adventure Time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Adventure Time, so I don't know his name. Um, I think it's just Ice King. Is it? 
I don't know. Ice King. Sure. But it looks like that would be like his evil sister. She's got these super long arms, apparently really short legs, um, and this awful grin on her face. She has blue skin and she looks really gross. So she likes to just harass people in winter wonderland areas. So like winter is her time to shine. And she likes people to fight over warm clothes, the fire, food. And God forbid that you didn't prepare adequately yeah, for winter. Wood chips and leather, <laughs> which is apparently a thing. Yeah, it says um it's one of the bolded areas is cold hearts. Beer hags are attacked Attracted to selfish actions justified by deadly cold, such as murdering a traveler for a winter coat, chopping down the dryad's grove for firewood, and so on. These actions are especially sweet to a beer if they are unwarranted, such as a greedy merchant hoarding more food for the winter than he could possibly eat while others starve. Beers love to see such ideas and thoughts in, in mortals. almost said morals. They use their ability to manipulate weather to battle... Good gosh, to batter villages with snow and freezing cold, hoping to instill despair that turns the villagers against each other. Civilians? Villagers? <laughs> Civilian villagers! I just looked it up. In Gaelic mythology, it is what a beer hag comes from. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it essentially, the word literally means old woman hag, so it is hag hag. It is the moon moon old of a hag. hag. <laughs> old hag, woman hag. Hag hag. hag. It's a hag hag. Man, I feel like, okay, so now. The haggy is no, the hag. No, you should look up, you should look up the anus hag. See if anus has a meaning. Because then it's a green hag, a sea hag, an old woman hag hag. A hag hag. <laughs> <laughs> a a night hag. She's, and then if anus means something, then they all have basic fish names. She's a cold hag hag. <laughs> years in Latin. She's years? A, she's years, years hag. hag. A-N-N-I-S, right? I really like... Wizards of the yeah. Coast and D&D and all that, but they really could have stepped up the game with the names of the hags. They didn't have time for that. They had to write this huge stat I mean, block. They had years. <laughs> True. Okay, so beer hags um, are awful to behold when a beer hag is fully in the throes of combat and has recently slain one of her foes. She often foregoes a direct attack on her remaining enemies and instead takes a moment to feed on the corpse. Dismembering it and tearing meat from bone. The sight of the savagery is enough to render witnesses temporarily insane. So is she going for the kill or is she, if someone just knocked down, she's going to go bite their leg? I think once someone's down, she wants to finish them off. Like she wants to just kill She's going to gnaw them. on a leg. Yeah. Well, this is when they reach zero, doesn't it? So, but I wonder if she's not the one directly in combat with them, if she would still go after them. She sees a down person, maybe she can't help it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a player like that. Four goes, right? A direct attack. Often yeah. four goes. So it's your discretion as the DM to do it. To I feel like it would be a weakness that you could exploit in them if something else fell. Especially if you're eating. It's a chance to <laughs> if use if the skill. Like if your party is not doing so great. Yeah. It'd be like a good distraction. You take that player you don't like, you kill them off, sacrifice him to the <laughs> sacrifice him to the beer bag, and then everyone just does an attack once. <laughs> and then brings the party together. Because it's all Over about the, the corpse friends of their you make along friend. the way. <laughs> and they re-roll a bard. <laughs> So, anywho, uh, and this is also something that was used in Zach's campaign. We came upon a beer hag mid-feast. And, on a baby. It was eating yeah, a baby. Eating on a baby. I and wanted to start the round with the skill it has. 
Don't, have you talked about it yet? No. Right, because, I'm not going to mention it. Because we keep going on. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> We've read spoiler this alert. again. <laughs> okay. So, Coven's a beer hack that is part of the Coven. See how Coven's sidebar, the Monster Manual, has a challenge rating of nine. I Damn, think that's, that's one of the highest ones, high. I think I it think is the highest. Annis is eight. Yeah. Annis is eight. This is nine. Five. Five. Four. Three. Two. Seven. So, yeah. Beer Hag gets the highest CR. Probably because it can do a lot of really cool shit. Yeah, so, Beer Hag is medium fey, chaotic evil, unlike them neutral bitches. Um, has a natural armor class of 17, probably because her skin is frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it does. Her skin is blue, like she was frozen in I the cold. I bet it clanks when you hit her like ice and glasses. <laughs> dink, 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 dink. Um, she has 91 hit points, up to 14d8 plus 28, and a speed of 30. So she can swim. Um, pretty good all around. Strength is 13, Dex is 16, 14 con, 12 intelligence, wisdom is 13, and charisma is 16. I don't know why. Um, it has saving throws of wisdom. Uh, skills are in nature, perception, stealth, and survival. It's immune to cold damage. It has dark vision to 60 feet, a passive perception of 14. It knows Aurin, which Wind. We said is air, right? It's air. Water. Orin is air. Orin is air. Common and giant. And by itself, it's a CR7. This is one of the only uh, hags to have like a a weapon or a magic item with them. They have gray staff magic. It says the hag carries a gray staff in length of gray wood that is the focus of her inner power. She can ride the staff as if it were a broom of flying. While holding the staff, she can cast additional spells with her innate spellcasting trait. Uh, they are marked with an asterisk if you are reading this at any point. Um, if the staff is lost or destroyed, the hag must craft another one. It takes a year and a day, and only beer hags can use their gray staff. So if you find it, great. You have a gray stick. <laughs> a beautiful gray stick. A beautiful gray stick. I wonder if you could ride it, though. Like, would it still ride, or would I imagine it wouldn't do anything? It could be a broom of flying, maybe. I would give them the broom of flying. Would, yeah, out that of it, sounds fun. But I would not give them the ice that, magic. No, that's a little bit much. What, at the level that you'd be facing that, a broom of flying would be would in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we think on it. <laughs> but according to the book, it doesn't work that way. But you know what? Yeah. But you're, if you're a DM, you do what you, do what you feel. Do what you your feel. Own life. You could make this a. I like. You could really reverse this and make it a fire hag if you just really wanted to. Um, they also do ice walk, which uh, just means the hag can walk across and climb icy surfaces without needing to make an ability check. Additionally, difficult terrain composed of ice or snow doesn't cost extra movement. Uh, they have the innate spell casting, and it's their charisma. They have a spell save of 14 and a plus 6 to hit with spell attacks. Uh, she can innately cast the following spells requiring no material components. At will, they can do Hold Person and Ray of Frost. That's terrifying. Three times a day, they can do Cone of Cold, Ice Storm, or Wall of Ice. And one time a day, they can do Control Weather. Hmm. Then you get to their actions, uh, which they have two. They have a Slam, a melee weapon attack, plus four to hit. Because if you want. <laughs> 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 we can't make that joke again. We made that joke I, too many times. I think. Come on and slam. I mean, I can't welcome make Welcome to Japan. What? I don't know the lyrics. You've never seen Space Jam, have you? I've seen Space Jam. It's been years. That God. movie came out like 20 years We're ago. We're going to totally lose the whole song. You sw- <sighs> now you will never know the lyrics again. I'm, I'm so sad because... I'm, I'm it's say. just... You were just required to learn the whole thing. <laughs> 
Come on, it's the ham. And welcome to the jam. Oh, yeah. Anyway. If a space jam. All right. No. Oh, they're sliding over <laughs> 2021. Yeah, yeah for with those LeBron, right? Yeah, LeBron's going to be in Space Jam too. Cool. I'd watch it. Uh, I just wonder. I'm, I'm like, you're not Michael Jordan. But anyway. It's going to be better than Aladdin. Oh, gosh. It's better than <laughs> Blue Genie. Oh, Robin Williams, we miss you so much. Okay. Well, may he rest in peace. So on a hit, it is 10 or 2d8 plus 1 bludgeoning damage plus 3 or 1d6 cold damage. So a slam attack is essentially when you just kind of bum rush someone, right? You and just hit them too, I think. Because I always imagine that being a body-on-body type. That's true. That would hurt. Of an Ooh, action. Snorlax ah, style. That she's cold. Yeah, it's because you take 1d6 cold damage. So you get mm. the amp the, of her hitting you and then... I just imagine her skin being so cold. No, mother, she's so, so cold. So what you're saying is that the ag, the how do you say hag? No, nope. anus? anus hag. <laughs> if the anus hag and the beer hag are together, one's going to do a squeeze, one's going to do a slam, and then you're just a hag sandwich. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> the thought of being cold and suffocating to death. <laughs> crushing really. hug. Crushing hug. Grandma Pig Knuckle. All right, and last, <laughs> um, the beer hag has Maddening Feast, which goes back in to uh, it eating babies. Uh, the hag feasts on the corpse of one enemy within five feet of her that died within the past minute. Each creature of the hag's choice, which I think is the best, <laughs> so her friends can watch her eat a baby and not get sick, <laughs> um, within the 60 feet of her and able to see her, must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be frightened of her for one minute. And that's cue for the sea hag to do her, what is it called again? Where she can kill him with her glare. face? Death glare. And then boom, dead body. Then they eat it. And then... Does no one want to... See the thing that the your hag doesn't practice the five second rule. <laughs> Dad jokes for days. God, while frightened in this way, creatures incapacitated can't understand what others say, can't read <laughs> because you were obviously reading while she was eating, and speaks only in gibberish. It prevents <laughs> you from casting spells. If you're That's a wizard. True. And you can't pass spells for If you're a wizard, Ari, you can't do it right now because you saw it eat a baby. The DM controls the creature's the movement. Let me baby. finish! <laughs> Got two sentences left. <laughs> the DM controls the creature's movement, which is erratic. The creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. The creature's Come saving on, throw. What? The creature's saving throw is successful. Or the effect ends for its creatures immune to the maddening feast effects for the next 24 hours. So the next time you can join in and eat that damn baby too. Gross. <laughs> baby jerky. <laughs> too far. So tender. Gross. So juicy. <laughs> I bet it's frozen. It's like a veal. Hmm. <laughs> but like if it's in her lair, which is normally frozen, you know that's babies. Crunchy, chunky, frozen. I'm a meat popsicle. <laughs> what if you dropped a dead baby on the ground? Would it shatter into pieces? If you, if she could pop them in her mouth like I'm gonna cubes. nope out of this conversation. If you oh. grind it up fine enough, you can snort it like cocaine. <laughs> I'm just... And that's how you become a hag. Yeah, 
You're snorted. <laughs> you get pooped out. <laughs> That's like a new, um, what is it? Like instead of, uh, what did they burn your body? I'm so tired. What? Cremation. They freeze you in liquid nitrogen <gasps> now and then drop you into pieces. Oh, I would be down for that. That's some Resident Evil shit. What the fuck yeah. do I care? I'm already dead. <laughs> or then they take your parts that they can still use. Like if you had like a knee replacement, they just get that back because it doesn't shatter. <laughs> Whoops. We'll take that pacemaker yeah, and then we'll take that, that knee. <laughs> it's like repo, man. Lovely hip there. Because <laughs> you can't freeze that and shatter it. so And it won't fit in the jar. All right. I don't even know. I've so we drew some drawings, but we're tired of looking at the same drawings. So... I don't think I could ever capture the essence of the hat so, I drew. As a version. summary for all of the drawings, they're awful, and we suck at drawing. They know that by now. They're not here for the art. <laughs> I hope not. Jesus, you should seek help if you are. All right. So I'm looking at this beer hag that Garrett drew. Don't judge me. I don't judge you at all. You did your freaking best. <laughs> you're, um, not, you're not wrong. You do look like a starving child in Africa, though. And the the weird big t-shirt thing we've got going on as she grasps entangled vines in her other hand. She can curse the rains down in Africa. With her. <laughs> I curse the rains down in Africa. I can't make a guttural noise, so that's the best I got. And it's page 160 of Olo's Guide uh, to Monsters. Yeah, it is. But it's beautiful, guys. And soon as we get this cotton picking episode up we'll show you what they look like <sighs> they'll all be released together we normally delay so, them by a day the, Zach drew the sea hag <laughs> <laughs> and before we've said every insult but for some reason no one had mentioned it's how happy those are duck looks, looks. <laughs> but I don't care. It, looks it does look pretty like happy. Like it just told the best dad joke there ever As was. As it plies. <laughs> so I feel really like related to this. Very Jason Momoa. <laughs> it's very Jason Momoa. <laughs> Even the scrunchie. It does have boobs. And by boobs, I mean like pecs because I didn't draw boobs on it's it. It's moobs. Man. It's, got the, man it's got the scaly pectorals. It has abs almost. Like, abs she has on. no muscle there by the picture. but still. Abs on abs. You're and see, this could not live in the ocean. The, if seaweed. you look at the sea hex picture on page, was that 179? 179, the no. Monster Manual. It's so thin. Swimmers have got, like, quads for days. Quads. This bitch would get eaten by an ab... Abolith. Ab- 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 <laughs> this bitch would get eaten by an abolith. Way back. Episode one. In the house. <laughs> Good. And I'm, you will see the squats because this thing does not skip leg day apparently. It does in the real photo, but I can't draw skinny legs. So. It's. It, to begin with, I didn't even draw it center on the page. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I've got it just, big just arms a, and a little head. I'm not sure this was done. And kelp well. pants. Kelp pants. Kelp pants. <laughs> kelp pants in a store near it's you. Almost like it's very vegan of you. It's almost like a hula skirt. But with seaweed. Yeah, it is. Not dried grass, wet grass. The wet of grass. Can you imagine walking with the wet? Oh, the sloshing sound. Oh, seaweed. You'd probably get a rash. Stick to your legs. (laughs) Stepping on seaweed is the grossest thing. And then I thought about that and it's weird arm fin. Like, imagine. Remember, this is why I don't like lakes and oceans in general. One, I don't like the smell of ocean and I hate fish. 
But like the thought of like seaweed touching you, imagine wearing it constantly. And she looks like a wet woman. So she's probably like <laughs> oozing just to keep her seaweed alive. So it says she's slimy, so I'm gonna go with it. Oh, so many jokes. So how many? Jokes. How many? We were definitely in the more episodes than not talking about slimy creatures. Boggle oil. It's the slipperiest. Yeah, it is. So my last one is the green hag, which Garrett drew. <laughs> it looks like, as we've described in previous episodes, like a child. In the previous recordings of this episode, like a child took your mom's nightgown and was just like, hey, I'm going to be a witch. <laughs> and you know she green-faced it. She definitely took the leftovers of the Walmart uh, rotisserie chicken. chicken. Yeah. It was like, ah, I'm going to curse everybody. She tried to make it look like a baby skull, but it didn't. And then in her other hand, I believe, this is your drawing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, this is uh, Jamie's drawing. The other hand was supposed to be a heart. Heart. But it looks like she's got <laughs> call like, back to an episode. Whoa, here. Yeah, crunched. That fist. should definitely be bonus features, <laughs> right? And then I love that you added elbow doodles, like the cues around the, the elbows, so you could show that the noodles that she has for arms are actually elbow joints. Yeah, beautiful swirly art. Just animated. Her hair. Twelve episodes in, this is a type of skill. It's just like long lines, long blonde white hair. Lines, they are lines. Long lines of hair. She has like the (laughs) shittiest pointed toes ever. Hey. I can't look at mine. None of us can draw feet, can we? No, we can't. None of us can draw feet or hands. I I think she wins for the worst feet though. Because mine are at a different angle. Yours are like yours have no ankle joint. Does she float? She can't. No, she can't float. Oh, it's just because you're just supposed to be like toes. It's not supposed to be a foot, it's toes. Where are your toes in on your foot? <laughs> you should have put cues on them so I know they're joints. Not ankles, bitch. Toes. Yeah. She's got pointy fingers, so it just goes to, for reason that she'd have pointy toes. Oh, gross. That makes her weirder. I bet buying Her shoes. sheets are a mess. <laughs> I imagine she has like sheets like uh, Louise does when they're on the cruise ship where she's got yeah. the really long cloth. <laughs> Yeah. So the green hag can be found on page 177 of the Monster Manual if you're interested in looking up the stats for yourself. Um, because we just lie. You know, I just noticed something in the Monster Manual about you like, want to fuck the sea hag. No, oh, the no. sea hag is so no, little importance that part of the night hag's information is on the sea hag's page. Yeah, yeah. lowest bitch on the totem pole. She is. She's so sad. sad. So, we've had this discussion in previous episodes. Who would win in a fight between all five of them? Agnes. No. We've Agnes. Agnes. <laughs> Agnes the anus hag. <laughs> we decided the beer hag would win because it can fly. Yeah. I think so. Uh, we, after, we figured the sea hag would probably get knocked out first. It has the least amount of hit points. Which is um, useless. And if, if the only real thing she has going for is her ugly appearance. And I feel like her it wouldn't affect the player. other ones. I mean, if they fail their save, it does. But still, yeah. Since, but, uh, but here's a question. The other ones, well, they can't be charmed. Fake creatures can't... They have um, resistance to being charmed, right? Uh, not all. This, they don't. You don't say anything about that. She has no resistances. Night hag. Mm, damage resistances, but not immunities. Oh, she's immune to being charmed. So the night hag's immune to being charmed. I think that's the only one, though. What about the yeah. anus hag? Mm-mm. Uh, nope. So, yeah, none of them are immune to being charmed, so they could be charmed for that one. Seahag has no at-will spells. 
if she's in a coven, she'd get a few, but we discussed that they're not very damaging spells. That, and if they're working against each other, I don't think they would get that access. So it'd be a pretty good fight between the green hag, because she pops invisible, the night hag goes on the ethereal plane, right? The beer hag has the ability to fly, and then the anise hag has, she just has brute strength going for her. So it's, it's really hard to say. I think it would end up being the anus hag against the beer hag, and then the beer hag would win. Yeah, Just because you have to remember, fly. you can knock out the night hag's heartstone, and it can't go to the ethereal plane. Mm, so if you true. take that from her, then she can't. So beer hag, it is. Yes. Okay. So. Just in case for some reason you don't follow us on social media already. Do it. To see our beautiful drawings. Our beautiful drawings and all my other posts. <laughs> I don't know how the internet works. Well, um, I don't know how it works, but I don't know how social media works. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are in separate words. Sweet T and D N D. Um, our website is all together. Sweet T and D and D dot simplecast dot FM. Um, she had to write it down. She couldn't remember it. N- no. I couldn't. <laughs> we are on, no. <laughs> we're on iTunes, Spotify, and I'm sure other things. Just look us up. We're Google, the only thing that pops Google up. Play. We're the first thing that shows up when you Google Sweet Tea and D&D. For sure. That's when you know you picked a good name. So, yeah. Look us up, and we'll be there, and we're going to post our pictures, and this is going to work, and we won't have to do this again. So. Yeah. We want to say we're sorry for the delay of the... Oh, my gosh. So sorry. Like... I wish you guys could feel our frustration. The first time, I didn't record at all. I almost cried last night. Uh, and the second time, it sounded like we were in a tin can, which I think we should release it. But guys, it's it's just bad. It'll be uh, a bonus episode. For those that don't know, uh, Jamie <laughs> sang all of Captain Planet theme song. Uh, the there were such good things the in there. The whole thing. It was such, that's, it was such good. I didn't even know it had a fucking theme song. It's a great... <laughs> anyone who's in their 30s listening to this... <laughs> Like, you would totally know that we talked about Captain uh, Pollution. And, and Captain Planet. And Captain... I'll see if I can't take it out and maybe put it to the end of something. We'll see. So Can it be look like for our it outro? as, as no, bonus, get his bonus uh, features or something like that. But, yeah, and then we'll do this again in a few days and we'll record again for our next episode. This is what we get for trying new stuff. <sighs> Technology shit. Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> That's my line. Oh, you have a microphone now, motherfucker. I'm a shameless follower. Bye. 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 <laughs>